Hello. Welcome to the Haas Lady Podcast, where I help you declutter your life and your home. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Haas Lady Podcast. It's episode three. But before I get into what I really wanted to talk about, something very interesting has been happening in my household. So my goal is to drop a podcast every Thursday. I finally got up the nerve to share my podcast with my family, a couple of my friends. I haven't shared it with my social media or done anything like that. I've been pretty scared to. I don't know why. But I've had a lot of thoughts coming up about the whole podcast thing. Um, nobody's going to listen. It's going to be a waste of time. I don't have anything worth hearing. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. There's a lot of things going on in my head, right? I've just been having a lot of thoughts going on in my head. A lot of negative thoughts, a lot of overthinking, a lot of trying to talk myself out of doing the one thing that makes me super happy. And that's, you know, helping people get their houses straightened. So guess what I've been doing? (laughs) I decided that it's time to rotate bedrooms. I have a three bedroom apartment. One of the bedrooms is my office. One is my son's room, and one was my bedroom. Well, I'm about to take on a roommate, which is going to be amazing. And I told her that she was going to get my third bedroom. And I was going to take the office away and just combine my bedroom and office. This isn't happening for over a month. But for whatever reason, yesterday at 4 o'clock, as soon as I clocked out of my job, I started purging. I started going through my bedroom, my office. I started pulling everything out. Everything is in my living room, like tons and tons of tons of crap, just furniture and knickknacks and everything. And just decided to start, you know, rotating bedrooms so that my son is now where my office used to be. I am in the bedroom that my son used to be in, and then my roommate will have my old bedroom. Here's the thing. Yes, this is great practice, and that yes, this is something that will definitely give me some great ideas, the thoughts that are coming up in my head or whatever, you know, to be able to podcast about, because I know purging is hard, and I have had a lot of thoughts the past 24 hours about how I'm doing this. It occurred to me this afternoon that the reason I started purging and cleaning and rotating bedrooms a month early is because I was scared to record another podcast. That's that's literally it. I was scared. I was scared of what people might think, if no one listens, if it doesn't get picked up. Like I have all these excuses and reasons and and it's it's 100% I'm procrastinating. Do you do that? Do you have laundry to fold and then all of a sudden you need to pay bills? Right? You feel like you're being productive, but really you're just redirecting your productivity. Your bills aren't due for another 10 days. You got plenty of time. You just don't want to do the laundry. Right? 
These are real things, and we're going to uncover this. I am excited to record this podcast now. I have gotten started. I am fired up, and you will always get 100% honesty from me. And to be fair, I have been a little depressed since I started sharing my podcast, and it's all because of my just negative thinking about it. But guys, I did it. And I can do another one. I am literally right now doing another one. So on with the topic. All right. So we have the three rules. No judgment, no cheating, and no quitting. Well, you're probably like, oi, but... How about you just like get to the nitty gritty, please? What do I do? I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) So I have a three-step process to a simple home organization. The steps are, number one, you declare the space. Number two, you clear the space. And number three, you reset the space. Now, I like to get super specific with these rules. Basically, what I do is let's take a drawer, for example. So I have a sock drawer, or I mean, like, underwear or whatever. So I have a drawer that is specific to the function. This is my sock drawer. I open the sock drawer, and I see socks, a penny, a receipt, a rubber band, and a birthday card that I was hiding and forgot about. (laughs) If it's in the drawer, it comes out. That's step two. You're going to clear the space. Everything comes out, even down to the pieces of fuzz. Everything out. Okay, it's clear. So step three, reset the space. Now, I do not care if you fold your socks or if you shove them down in there. I am not going to judge you, and you should not judge you either. That's rule number one. If shoving the socks in the drawer takes half the amount of time, then matching the socks and then placing them neatly in the drawer, then do that. Who cares? But the point is, you have a drawer that you call the sock drawer. Make it a habit to never put anything in that drawer except for socks. And while you're doing that, You might find some socks with holes or no matches. Toss them. Go ahead and just throw them in the trash along with that receipt from Target where you bought a bra and it didn't quite fit. So you stuck it in the drawer but never returned the bra and now it's too late. But we'll get to the bras later. (laughs) Okay. This is what I like to call my turtle method of cleaning. It will feel like bullshit And you might even want to turn this off. But before you do, hold on. Hear me out. If you learn to be a tidy person and that becomes so ingrained in your lifestyle, would you go slow enough to where you embrace it and learn it and adapt it and never go back to the days when you were scared the hoarders crew would show up at your door? Now, I'm not making fun of that because I know There are a lot of mental issues around situations in that show, but you know what I mean. 
Let's catch all that bullshit before it gets that far, okay? Now let's branch out and do a little experiment. Look to your right. What's beside you? Is it the table? A couch? A desk? Look at that space. Look at the top of the table. What is the function of this space? For me, it's a side table. Its function is to assist me and hold the things I am using while I write the content for this podcast. I look over and I see a lamp, a Kleenex, my phone, a cup of pens, a candle, and a box of gum. <laughs> now when I get up and walk away and I am no longer sitting here, that table's function has not changed. It is still to hold and assist whoever is sitting in the chair, but if no one is sitting there, that function means nothing. Now its function is to hold the lamp and maybe the Kleenex. Everything else needs to go back to its home. A better example is your dining room table or kitchen table, whatever. What is the function of a kitchen or dining table? It is to hold the food and drink while you gather to eat, right? What about when you aren't sitting there? If you are not eating right this very minute, look at your dining table. What's on it? What should the function be of that space when not being used for mealtimes? Well, I look at my dining table and there's a tablecloth and a very beautiful centerpiece. It's fall and I love some pumpkins and plaid. So, <laughs> so because it is my table, I get to decide that when I am not eating, the function of the table is to hold the beautiful decorative pumpkin display. My keys don't go on the table. My purse does not go on the table. I am not driving my table to the bank, so my purse and keys do not belong on the table. The table's function is clear. Now, look at your couch. The function is to hold your booty and or body while you relax or do small seated tasks. Kids love to bring the toys with them on the couch. They use the couch as their place to play. Therefore, the function of the couch is to hold the child and their toys while the child is playing with them. But when the playtime is over, you got to take those toys back to their home. If no one is sitting on the couch, the only thing that should be on the couch is the throw blanket and pillows. And if you're like me, you have so many throw pillows that literally no one can sit on the couch anyway. Problem solved. Kidding. Kinda. <laughs> so, each cabinet in your kitchen has a function. Each shelf in the pantry has a function. Each closet in the house has a function. I do not care what the function is as long as you do not declare the function as the catch-all space, also known as junk space. So when you take these examples, the dining table, the couch, you have identified their functions. Even if you have stuff 
in the space that doesn't belong at this moment, you have done step one. The space and function are identified. All right, so let's put this into practice. Remember, we are doing tiny, sustainable steps. We are going to develop habits that will not overwhelm you. We are going to collect tiny little wins and move mountains. So pick one space to start. I recommend picking a table or couch or your desk, whatever. Pick one space and declare it. Say it out loud. I am returning this space to its intended purpose. What is the purpose? Be very specific. Now, step two. Clear the space. Take everything off the table, off the couch. Clear the space. Take all the socks out of the drawer. I mean, whatever. I picked these examples as a great place to start because they are obvious and easy to get to. Now, you might have a space that has a lot of non-function related crap on it, and that's fine because we are not judging. Rule number one, we do not judge. Just remove it. You don't even have to put it away yet. Just make a pile. Trust me, it's okay. Well, I mean, unless you have a bag of bug poison, I mean, don't leave that in a pile on the floor for your toddler or your fur baby to suddenly get curious about. I'm just trying to tell you. Clear the space. All right. Nothing on the space, right? It's clear. So let's go on to step three. We're going to reset it. You have a functioning space that is now clear of all non-function related items. You get to ask yourself, does anything belong in that space? If you chose a table, does the tablecloth and centerpiece go back on? If it's a couch, do you want the pillows there? What about the lamp on the side table? Whatever space you choose, Remember, we are doing one space at a time. Reset the space. Make it like you want it to look. Make it like your mother-in-law is coming over and you do not want to hear the complaints about finding bug poison on the table. All right, here is your call to action. Pick one space. And every day this week, anytime you walk by the space and you see something that doesn't belong, it is your responsibility to clear it and reset that space. Okay. If your partner leaves their keys on the table that you are governing this week, quietly remove the keys and place them somewhere else so that your space is cleared and reset. In fact, the less you talk about that space, the better. Do not fuss at others for leaving their shit on the table. Otherwise you are breaking rule number one, no judgment. We are going to quietly clear and reset the space. Now, you might want to warn them that you moved their keys or you're going to have a super panicked and cranky person in the morning. If you have kids and a partner, make this a group event. Assign a table to each child and tell them the rules. This table is for a lamp and Kleenex. And if no one is sitting here, the table should only be holding a lamp and Kleenex. It is going to be your job to clear it off every night, but you have to do it as quietly as possible without any complaining. Celebrate. Celebrate with them each and every night. Tell them, great job. We cleared and reset our spaces so well today. 
If we do it each night, maybe we'll get a special reward. But the bigger the celebration each night, the better the outcome. Don't fuss if they do not clear their space. You can gently remind the next day and say, the challenge is still going. How can we do our best today? How can I help you do our best today? Don't make it be about the reward at the end of the week either. They'd rather see you cheering them on than going to get ice cream on Saturday. I promise. Also, when you fuss about not getting the job done, you are setting a tone that cleaning has a negative feeling. We don't want that. We want cleaning to be a celebration. We want it to be positive vibes. And if you don't have kids, this applies to you. Celebrate the shit out of yourself. It seems like a tiny little thing. Oh, big whoop, I cleared off the table. But it's so much more than that. That table might be the only clean thing in your entire home, but damn it, you did it. Don't discount that. All right, one week. Every time you walk by that space, declare, clear, reset. This table is for my beautiful fall decoration. Not a box of cereal left open from breakfast six hours ago. That goes back in the pantry. It's cleared. So I'll just dust off the fruity pebbles from this beautiful plaid tablecloth and voila, it's reset. That took about 45 seconds to accomplish. It might take three minutes, but just do it. Every single time you walk past that space, it is your mission should you accept it. You ready? Let's do it. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to my Haas Lady podcast. My name is Becky and I cannot wait to share more ideas with you to help you get your environment and your mind to a more organized space. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please leave me a review and share with your friends. Until next time, let's get to it.